Welcome to Open Mind Industries Podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Hey guys, welcome to episode 47 of The Mind Unleashed. Before we get down to this podcast, I want to give a few shout-outs to my supporters. First one is Lyft, the ride-sharing app. Use our code TMUP for $20 off your first couple rides with Lyft. Also, please check out CAS. CAS stands for Cinematic Aerial Services. What Daniel does is pretty much does cinematic drone shooting for uh, short films, uh, housing, if you're trying to get your house on the market as a real estate agent and give your clients the best views of your home. Um, also, please check out Weiss Productions. Weiss Productions uh, is a local lead center photography company for weddings, special occasions, corporate events, stuff like that. Use our code OMI and you'll get uh, 20% off when you book your next project with him. And with this cash, you'll get $179 uh, per property when you book your project with him. Also, please check out Strum and Law. Strum and Law hooked us up with our trademarking and branding. If you're looking for an honest-to-goodness trademark and branding attorney, for the love of God, check him out. He is amazing. He was very awesome. Uh, he really works with his clients very well and just really, really cares about your uh, company, business, brand, stuff like that. And he does his best to hook you up and make sure you're uh, just being well taken care of. I can't say enough about how good this his service has been. Uh, also, please check out Angie Connors. Angie Connors does real estate agent in Mount Dora, Florida. She hooked us up with our new home, stuff like that. Um, let's begin. Uh, so, episode 47, guys, we did record a couple of days ago with Moby Lee. He's been on uh, the podcast uh, twice before, so this be his third time. Unfortunately, guys, I do have to apologize. A lot of the audio uh, and video kind of went to shit. Um... So when you listen to this one, we kind of talked for about a good 15 minutes before the podcast, and I do want to apologize. We missed out on a pretty good opportunity. Uh, Moby was recording on his phone, so the audio level is going to be a little bit weird. Um, you know, it's the internet. You do your best for podcasts and stuff like that, and, you know, I'm not a high production value, but I do my best to give you guys some awesome content. But in this episode, we're going to be talking with Moby about his uh, uh, web series, um, Love Stories, so he's been working on that for the last, uh, I want to say, a good eight months. Finally, it's together. Today is the release date. Today is the 28th, I believe, if I'm right. Yeah, the uh, 28th. It is Moby's birthday, so I'm releasing this today. It is Friday. <laughs> it's uh, 1.42 on Friday. So I'm going to get this edited, get this out to you guys. I thank you guys so much for tuning in. There will be links down below in the description to look up to Moby and give him the love and likes and shares, man, because he's really going to need that. Um, again, like I said, I do apologize for the audio. Like I said, we missed out on a good uh, 15 minutes beforehand, and I do apologize for that. But uh, things happen. I was really tired uh, Monday, and uh, I was working a good uh, long shift on my day, my day job, and I was really exhausted. But Moby had the only day he had off was Monday, and uh, the only thing we could do. So by the time I got home, it was about 5 o'clock, and I was exhausted. But um, enough excuses. Sit down, relax, and enjoy this pod. Enjoy, guys. Keep an open mind. Have a good one. Love interest more time. Oh, crap, dude. We didn't even... Uh, to... I didn't even hit the damn record. Well, nope, I got the record button. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I didn't start the audio recording, folks, by accident. So we, we got, I already got it on the other recorder. So we're good. Oh, jeez. My fault on that. Which recorder is that? Uh, that's the. Uh, that's going to be our video version. But the audio version, which is recording on the Zoom here, I was looking at it. It wasn't blinking. I was like, oop. So now it's recording properly. 
So I can always go back and editing and put stuff in, but it's like, ugh. So always, people, make sure you're doing the correct stuff. But when Moby was just saying, you know, he was getting, you know, characters and stuff like that. What was it like when you knew you were writing the, the second one? How many characters did you know did you know you needed or, um, you know, putting everybody together? Was it like, hey, this is why I want to put it now? Or was it just the idea, you know, down the road that you had? Or was it something that just shot up in your brain? Uh, when you're bigger... It's easier to cast. Mm. I'm known, but I'm not known enough where I can have auditions and, you know, pay people to be extras and all that. Mm -hmm. So what I'm doing is people that are either my friends or people who are passionate about acting and want to do something with it. Right. Uh, A lot of people say, I want this, I want that, I want to get a start, you know, put me in anything big or small and (laughs) do it. But they're not really about that life, you know what I'm saying? No, they just so kind of want to get their their five seconds of fame, or just kind of realize what it's like to be in a production. Yeah, so like doing that, uh, finding people who are actually committed, or like I have one of the main characters. I won't say who just yet because okay. they're introduced in the second season. Hmm. Uh, she had a channel, and a lot of like majority of her stuff was like improv, hmm. uh, and just like right away just like film it real quick and do it so like when i brought him into the world with like scripts and like four days of filming and mm-hmm. editing and stuff like it was completely different for him and i enjoyed you know showing him that side of things and like teaching him that and i i let some of my people that was interested in things like that filming and all that stuff to mm-hmm. like bring them process even though i'm at not at the level i want still showing people how to do what i do yeah and that's the thing it's like you keep saying it's just like podcasting and things that i'm I'm working on it's like that process but you the reason why you do is a because you love it and you're learning from it and you're developing from it yeah but season two is so much better than season one and i'm really excited how do you so feel that you've grown as like a, a filmmaker or a writer of you know doing part one into part two? I mean, season one was my most successful series on YouTube. Mm. It averaged around three to four hundred views. Some in the thousands. Oh wow! Uh, so did process of like when it was like real the sound wasn't as good because I, I thought I'm like dang I need to get a microphone it's dark so I'm like I need to get a, a mic for outside so like after getting all the equipment right that would have made season one better and I'm doing season two now they're a bigger cast and budget learning from all the mistakes that I made Creating character depth and creating storylines within storylines and different relationships. Like, you can have people that hate each other when they first meet and become best friends, mm-hmm. or people who to be a certain. Man, our audio is really cutting out on my end. That's on your end. <laughs> This is what the people pay to see. Yeah, we lost connection, guys. Let me uh, pause it here real quick.
Man, the world just uh, just can't get enough of you. Oh man! I had to pause that real quick, but that's cool. It's like the world does not like Moby Lee recording. It doesn't like the world getting out to see what he's doing here. You should you should put a commercial or something. I should do a, a teaser to your you know your uh, birthday coming up, and also the uh, you know just the season one thing there. I could add that right little little thirty second clip right there. <laughs> Let me end but, uh, this real quick. Oh man, this is fun. Play, like dragon. Well, are we? It's like audio stuff recording again. Yep, everything's recording. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, you think about Dragon Ball Z? A Do... lot of the main characters and like heroes and stuff used to be villains, and have over time like changed their ways and become a part of the thing. And if you look at it, Dragon Ball compared to Dragon Ball Z, mm. everyone's relationship is completely different. So things like that were like focusing hard on character development but also having randomness of like a family guy type thing mm-hmm. where it starts off as something but then like something small happens and it completely derails everything and it changes the complete episodes and there's something different oh wow. like things like that like when peter fights the giant chicken and then after he's done he just like continues like it didn't actually happen i have stuff like that going on uh, oh, that sounds I'm not fighting chicken though, but like <laughs> this moment where like something crazy happens and I just like play it off like it doesn't didn't actually happen. It's continue what I'm doing. Uh, I have an animator in this one. I uh, have all her links and stuff in the description of the episodes, and she helped me out a lot. That's something I didn't have in the first one, where like certain scenes are animated and. It's just like a really cool experience. Uh, I'm not gonna say what was animated because I can't give that away. No, I wouldn't. I would not leave that as a teaser for those to uh, join in and listen or watch. Yeah, uh, I have a lot of musical stuff in there. I try to put like a musical number in each episode, like mm-hmm. at the end, somewhere in it. Uh, just because I feel like music is universal and it makes the world go round. And I love it. So, just different things. I try to have it to where if I can't watch the episode multiple times, then I'm not going to put it up. How did you, did you do any reshoots? Like, did you shoot something, a skit, and say, well, this isn't working? Or was it kind of like, no, I have an idea, let's get it done, and boom, done? It's always, I don't film unless I know exactly what I'm doing. Hmm. And if I don't reshoot, because I perfect it while I'm shooting it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I shoot it, and I, I'll, I'll look back at it, I don't like how that is. Let's redo it. Or, like, it'll be in the middle of a scene. If someone's delivering a line, I don't like how it sounds. I'll cut them like, all right, stop. Let's redo it. Let's start over. Say it like this. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of cool. Like, you felt like you've evolved, definitely, as, as a maker and yeah, filmmaker and writer. And uh, you felt like you designed it better. Yeah, it's... It's all about a card. Okay. A card. Um, yeah. Well, that's live podcast, guys. Um, what the hell was I going to say? So, with the second one, like, how long do you think uh, entirety? How much did you shoot? You said fifty-minute episodes. You know, was it like a plan of like, okay, we're going to do fifteen episodes here? Are we going to do twenty episodes or? No, ten episodes. That's enough. Ten. 
Right now, they're only 10 episodes long until I have the means to do larger projects. Uh, 50 minutes of 50 minute episodes, 10 episodes long. There's a lot that goes into all of them. For instance, there's a I can do four to five hours of shooting for a 30 second clip in an episode. Gotcha. Like, that's the type of things that I'm doing right now, but I don't like it's still worth it. It's worth it. So, or like, I'll have. To answer your reshooting, I don't reshoot, but I'll shoot more to add to it. Like I'll have an episode, be like, hmm, this this specific scene is missing something. Yeah, and then I'll go and I'll shoot for a few hours and put like tiny things sprinkled around that part, and it's been I spent hours on it. Yeah, but that tiny things that I added makes it that much better. Like I'm like, hmm, there's because I have some green screen stuff. I'm like. This is good, but it would be better if this happened or if that happened. Yeah. You feel like you happened. fight yourself on that, too? It's kind of like you're never perfectionist or you never just seem like you, you have it? I, I I want to make things perfect as I can. Mm. And I will, when I'm done with the video, I won't render it out for days. Oh, wow. I'll let it sit there and watch it over and over and well, over. But you should, over. you know, never render it until you're finally done with the cut that you're going to use. Yeah. So I don't, I won't put it out at all if I'm not satisfied with the end product. If yeah. there's, if I feel like anything or anything is missing, or if I can't watch it from beginning to end without skipping anything, then mm. it's not ready. So I'll, I'll leave it there until it's perfect for me or it's as good as it's gonna get. Because I never want to render it and put it up and be like, ah, I could have did that. Like, no, I'm gonna do that now. So when it's up. Like, it's a product that I can be proud of. Yeah. Well, that would be the thing. Is, the thing as a maker, you know what you, you've you been working towards and what you want your viewers to see. It's kind of you put yourself in that in that thing that's like, well, listen, if it's not good enough for me, it's not good enough for you. Yeah. You know. What what do you see yourself doing, you know, now that this is kind of said and done, you're going to kind of get the reprieve. You're also doing a Halloween Hornets again. Congratulations on that. Um yeah. What do you see yourself doing more down the road? Is it going to be more movie doing music videos? Is it going to be, you know, do you want to get more into writing? I was thinking that exact thought to myself after I was done because I've been working on it for so long. I'm like, what's next for me? Yeah. And um, there's a few things. I want to write a script to a movie. I'm not saying that I'd make the movie right now. Are you saying you do, do like kind of like a I fan parody of something? Too. I just want to write it. Just like, and this isn't anything for you two, but just something for me. Like, I want to write a script and work on it and perfect it and maybe sell it. Uh, just something like that. Like, that's that's a minor goal. Cause Have I you ever wanna... thought about doing, like, a Fringe show? A what show? Have you ever done, like, Fringe? Have you ever seen a Fringe show or Fringe, like, theater? No, I haven't. Okay, man. I, yeah, I gotta, I gotta blow his mind on this, guys. So Orlando is in one of the biggest hot spots for what they call fringe. Every year, it's between, I believe, uh, like August-ish. So it's a weeks of just hellacious, any kind of thing. Any every maker, everybody who does YouTube from like theater, there's shows are out there that will just blow your mind. And every ticket's about usually ten to five bucks. You know, you go and you see shows. There's people around the Orlando area, YouTubers and stuff like that, and they'll come out and they'll do these parody shows of their own that they've written for over there. 
So they go around to like Orlando and Tampa, but the Orlando one's really big. It's about a week's worth of just festivities. And there was a couple we saw this week, uh, I don't know, like during the Prince Festival, it was freaking amazing. They were low-budget shows, you know, like, but they were freaking outstanding. Stuff like you would do. There was one show kind of like, this guy did a parody of his life, and it was just crazy, crazy. It just, you know, he had cheap little props, he was throwing marshmallows at the crowd, you know, it was just insanity. It was about him losing weight. It was just, Wow. You definitely, I gotta take you to the French Festival. You gotta go. You gotta go. It's just, for a maker and a writer, for, you know, acting and stuff, you would probably fall in love with, like, holy shit, there's people like this here. You would probably get yeah. so inspired just being around all these people. And there's some goofy ones, man. Like, there's some people in, in makeup and drag and just people of every culture and just, it's insanity. I went there for my first, second time. Actually, it's my third year going, and, uh... Wow, just seeing all the actors that I work with around our my our day job, I was like, I didn't know you did this. They're like, oh yeah, I've been writing for like this is a show I've been trying to put together for two years now. I finally got the budget to put it together, and it was a cheap but really well done show. I was like, damn, They're like you you wouldn't see that on Broadway, dude. You would not see that on Broadway. You definitely got to go to this festival. It's 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 free to get in just to see some of the shows though. It's like a few bucks, but man, is it it's worth. It's worth getting inspired and like putting a show out there. Even if you guys got collaborative with somebody, um, you guys could put a small show together. Even like a night out with Moby Lee, a little show. Yeah. That would be pretty well, interesting. I'm probably going to shy away from using myself as the main character and things. Well, I'll still be main character, but like using actual character names instead of playing. Do you feel like it's kind of like your, your branding thing? It's kind of like, hey, I don't want to use this anymore. It's kind of like... Well, no, I mean, I have the brand, the International Superstar Moby League, but as far as short films go mm. and stuff like that, I'll probably do more character-based things uh, when it comes to that. But another thing, I do want to start making music again and music videos... Uh, I have a certain disc. I'm not going to say who on this one, but a hey. disc that I'm going to be working on soon. Uh, new <laughs> videos and stuff like that. Is it Eminem? Also, um, I'm also going to be start doing videos on YouTubers. I feel like I have, I feel like I'm a pretty wise guy, and I feel like I have a lot of good, valid opinions on things. Hey. And I just want to start sharing that with people and, like, mindsets and, you know, uh, just teaching, coaching people in life, you know, how to get through, like, depression and things like that, mm. or like, achieving your dreams or what type of people to surround yourself with. Mm. So it's like, I don't have a specific thing that I'm focusing on, but more of a, like, like I said, I treat my channel like a TV channel. So it's it, yeah, you do. It's, it's, it's entertaining. You can click on anything and you're just entertained in, two, you know, 2.1 seconds. Yeah. Plus interviews. I'm going to start doing that again, too. That seems like fun. I mean, he's like, I said, everybody's like, oh, you're doing a podcast tonight. Like, what's it like? And I'm like, it's honestly really chill. If everything, it doesn't matter if anything that works or doesn't work. It just, you just go with it. People love just to listen to blabber. Yeah. It's amazing. So, just things like that. And just trying to work with people, work with more Do you have people. anybody in mind that's, you know, kind of tickled your, you know, your intellect of saying, man, I really want to work with this person. I, I, now I put this out. I'm done with it. For now, there's somebody like through a YouTube channel or somebody you've really been wanting to work with, like, hey, collaborate with or write with. 
you know, this kind of got your your eye? I mean, there's people, big and small, that I want to work with. Uh, Kevin Hart is definitely a big one. That was <laughs> hey, man, dream, dream for the stars. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf, someone I would love to work with. Shane Dawson. Just do it. David Dobrik, uh, other people. I have a friend who goes by the Strange Monkey on YouTube. Shout out to him. That sounds interesting. I love working Strange with him. Strange Monkey. Great. I'm going to be doing... I'm going to actually start directing uh, some of his videos because I, I like to direct too. Uh, Tommy, uh, he's a great YouTuber. Um, me and him did a thing at Playlist where we're at Batman and the Joker. And I was actually on his podcast, the only other podcast I was ever on besides this one. Oh, congrats. Uh, him again. Hey. Um, and just like, I don't really care about how big or small someone is. I like working with like-minded people. Oh, and Kanye West. Kanye West is a big one. So I feel like me and Kanye, <laughs> like, we're... we're Success-wise, we're different because he's more. Successful. I think I think your egos. I think your egos would clash. I think his ego would probably overpower your ego. No, I, don't, I have zero ego. I would completely listen to everything he says because he's somewhere I'm not. He could be somewhere I would like. I don't understand. Like, I, I don't try to do what other people my level or mm. a little bit doing. I mm. compare myself celebrity i compare what i do to actual tv shows and movies because that's where i want to be you compare yourself <laughs> to the people at the same level it's not going to get you anywhere but if you compare yourself and try to be like the people you want to be at on a on a higher level like kanye says he wants to be like walt disney and you know uh, steve jobs stuff like that yeah, I'm like I'm, he's right. Like, why? Well, you gotta leave. You know, it's like, like dream for the like, stars, like, grab what you want. Like, you know, leave a like, legacy. Yeah, so like that's what I'm trying to do. I want to work with Tiny West. I want to work with Kevin Hart, Shane Dawson, people like that because yeah. like that's what I want to be. So that's what I'm gonna compare myself to. Not whoever is doing stuff with me. And I'm not to say I'm looking down on anyone because, like I said, big or small, we got the same goal. We're all in this together. Pretty much. But if I'm comparing myself to somebody, it'll be someone that I'm trying to reach for, not someone on my level. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a you know bold statement, but it's kind of like I'm very humble too. It's like you know, like I'll, I'll work with anybody, right? but this is where I want to kind of, I kind of want to like, I see this person's success, I want to kind of go down that path. I see this person, but I kind of want to blend that together. It keeps me humble to, you know, keep doing what I'm doing and just kind of work my way down the line. I like that. That's that's pretty uh, pretty inspiring. And you have to. It's, it's a big difference between, like, because I'm very confident in my ability. But As I'm you should be. I mean, you went out and bought shirts. You said, you know, a year ago, you said, I don't know what's going to happen with my brand. If I don't believe in myself, who's going to also believe me? And you went out and bought shirts. I, I have a friend that... um. Well, I'm not going to brag or anything, <laughs> but I'm just uh, saying I got in Halloween Horror Night scare actor, scare actor of the Week and Street of the Week, and I was the first character of the week and the first Street of the Week, and it was both the same week, so that's pretty cool. One of my castmates was like, uh, I forgot what it was. Like, I sat in his chair or something, and I was like, you want me to get up? I was like, oh, you can get your scare actor of the week. And I was like, yeah, but I don't. 
I shouldn't get any special treatment for that. You know, like, we're all still the same here. Just because yeah, I was we're all working together for the same goal. Yeah, like, I'm scared to believe, but we're all scaring people together. We're mm-hmm. all in this, we're all doing this together. So, like, no matter where I'm at or how high I may be above someone else, I'm still like, hey, we're all doing the same thing. We're all on the same team. Like, we're all doing this. I got you. Yeah, when I saw that on the, I haven't been over to Halloween Horror Nights yet this year. I will be over there soon because I do hope to see the, the uh, Mr. Fatso. I hope to see him walking around. That's, yeah, that's a good friend of mine. I, I cannot wait to... Uh, once I heard yeah. that was announced, I really got kind of excited because it's one of my favorite movies as uh, growing a kid up in the 80s and seeing Killer Class mm-hmm. Matter of Fit. I mean, the movie was more terrifying than from what I've seen from videos, but I do love that they kept the makeup and then the uh, one clown with the boxing gloves. I, 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 I was so stoked. Yeah, sure. I was, loved it. I was like, this is it. Fatso is awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to meet. Can't wait to meet Fatso. I love the uh, the mask effect too that they have on him. Yeah, it's real big. Like it, he's just huge. I got pictures of him. I don't have any pictures with him. I mean, no one's ever seen me and Fatso in the same place at the same time. But I want that's just a coincidence. Okay, it's a coincidence. Okay. So you know, if you ever see Fatso and yourself together, you know, either you're in another universe, probably. Yeah. But we're definitely not the same person. No, nah, definitely like, not. He's his own person. <laughs> how did you? How did that come about this year? When you when you finally found out, hey man, I'm finally got Hornets again. What? How did it make you feel? I mean, it it all comes down to knowing your worth and what you want to do in life. And <laughs> I'm gonna say this for the first time publicly. Only like two or three people know this, mm-hmm. but I. I'll, quit Universal because I wasn't happy with where I was. I didn't want to be in attractions. I wanted to be in entertainment because I am an actor and producer gotcha. and it's not my career. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was spending time not being in that. So I'm like, if I don't get picked up for Horror Night and I don't transfer to entertainment, I'm just going to leave because this isn't what I want. And I did get Horror Night. I, I got casted for it. And I got cast as an escort in the parade. So, like, I successfully transferred to entertainment and got out of attraction. Because mm-hmm. I, like, held on just a little longer. Yeah. I didn't give up on what I was trying to do. And it's just an amazing experience. Being a part of Horror Night, it, I don't feel like I'm working. The days go by. That's, that's the thing I talk to a lot of people, veterans, that have done it. And it's, you know, they're like, it's like no others. You're not really working. But the minute you, yeah. the minute that adrenaline stops, your heart stops pounding, it uh, it's hard to come down. It's hard to come back to reality. How do you feel, you know, from being a character and, and doing it in the past year? Do you, do you feel the effects? I mean, you don't know when the come down's coming. Um, well, last year when I was a character, I faced heavy depression after it was over because going back to working rides and stuff after having so much yeah. fun doing what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It just made me realize even more how much I didn't want to be there because I wanted to be doing this all the time. And that's a, a big reason why I almost quit because it's like when you get a taste 
I yeah, when you, you get want. finally like a really I, taste and show your talents, it's like I don't, I don't want to go back. Back to or, and the, I, I enjoy doing rides and stuff because I got to interact and, and make people's day. But it's it wasn't my thing. So like coming back to it's amazing. My first year I was in a house in Deadwater, and this year I'm in the streets, uh, doing who knows what. But anyway. Just, it's, it's a lot different and it's a lot fun <coughs> and my good friend Fatso got to be on the news and multiple TV stations and that was interesting to- I saw yeah I saw Fatso and then the Killer Clowns be on there I'm like amazing congrats yeah I'm like especially an old movie that's you know it's written it's pretty iconic not Chucky nobody really gives a crap about Chucky I thought that area was going to be more fun but it seems like very just eh Sadly, the one house that I keep hearing good things and bad things about is uh, Stranger Things. I wanted to see that. I, I really. I keep did. hearing hit or miss, hit or miss on that. And then when I finally saw the behind the scenes and how it's done, it's uh, the one in Hollywood. I do it to say, guys, if you haven't been to one in Hollywood or haven't seen the video, type it in on YouTube and you'll see it, and you'll see just a different comparison on how ugly it actually is compared to Universal's. However, there are so many Demi Gorgons in that house. It, it's it's not even worth it. It's like Demi Gorgon, Demi Gorgon, Demi Gorgon, person. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. Can I just can I enjoy this? Those Demi Gorgons. That, that's like, what do you want? You are a giant dog. It's just sniffing at my leg. Hey. Big old shepherd. Love it. You guys wanted reality. This is what we call podcasting with Moby Lane. You never know what's going to happen. Oop. Cannot capture. What the heck happened? Did I lose him? Ah, oh, man. Let me, let me adjust. Let's fix this. I still got you on audio, but we just lost screen capture for some God knows reason. All right. I have no idea why. But I'm here. All right. Let's try this again. Uh-huh. Let's see if I can get you back. Uh, where'd, you, where'd you go? I have no idea where you went. Am I there? I'm somewhere. I'm here somewhere. I'll find you. I'm, I'm a ghost. You're a ghost. It's weird, guys, because uh, I'm using the MacBook Pro, and it's really weird how it all functions. And it's like, no more capturing. It's like, what? But, yeah. So, what do you... You know, when you finally get done with AJHN, and, you know, all that stuff gets done, what do you... When you finally get into escort, what do you think is going to happen with that? I mean, I did escort. I'm doing before and after. Okay. Because I was in the parade and superstar parade before horror nights. I'm doing holiday parade after this. You know, I'm shocked. I, I didn't. I, I didn't get to see. Mardi Gras after that. Um, and I'm going to try to audition for characters and whatever else I can get. But I'm also going to be auditioning for TV shows and movies. So. Hey. I mean, I get booked in a movie or a TV show. I'm obviously picking that over Universal. Gotcha. Um, but just staying in wherever I can act, uh, show my talents, and get somewhere with it, that's what I'll do. Who knows what the future holds? I know right now I'm, I'm enjoying myself a lot. Yeah. And I don't know what's going to happen after this because I dropped down to season to become entertainment. Which is great because if I do want to, you know, 
go to Atlanta for a month to film the show. I can do that and still come back to a job. Yeah. So stuff like that. Yeah, like work. I said, I haven't, I haven't seen you in a while, and I was kind of a little nervous with some people around the you know company we work work with, and it's kind of like okay, like how is this person doing? How's this person faring? You know, and that's one thing I keep telling people. I got a few friends that have uh, have gotten promoted to the entertainment role, but in seasonal capacity, and uh, they're just ready. They're burned out, and they're ready to move on to something new. But I keep telling them that. I said, you know what? It's it's seasonal. You need, uh, unfortunately, insurance and stuff like that. You know, but in your case, you're like, listen, man, I'll take whatever I can get in order to, to move somewhere new. You know, exactly. to clear my brain. It's better to me this way because, yeah. well. Horror night. Even though I'm seasonal, mm-hmm. I'm working days a week. Yeah. And same with holiday period. I'll be working a lot. It's about being seasonal, but getting booked in different things. There we are. I yeah. can be seasonal and get booked for different things that'll be months at a time. Right. Then if I want to completely leave and do something else, if I want to go to California or something, I can do that while still keeping my job. How, who have you looked up through, you know, to get, do you, do you start looking around to, like, getting, even going to local casting agencies, getting your headshots done? Like, where do you, where does Moby see himself? Um, I mean, I, I know people. Mm-hmm. I know a few people who are in multiple movies and TV shows. Gotcha. I know certain people that are in, <laughs> like, actual TV shows right now. I'm not gonna say what shows. Yeah, they're not they're not airing now. Yeah, keep that quiet. Yeah. Uh, just I have connections that I'm not gonna say, and that I'm not gonna use yet because if I do, I want to make sure it's for something amazing and mm-hmm. not for something small. Which I so, totally agree. You know, it's it's. How do you feel like, you know, so if Moby left today. You know, and said, hey, let, let's t- take the jump to, you know, Georgia or California. How do you feel like you would, you would you know, test the water? I think I'd do amazing. But it's not about how I would do it. It's about if I get a chance. Mm. Because a lot of people have to have a certain look to get certain roles. So if they see something in me and want to give me a shot and put me in something, mm-hmm. I know I'll do great. I'm confident in my ability to do great. That's awesome. But it's about when I'm under someone else or working for someone else, me mm. work for hire, I'll have to be able to be what they're looking for. Yeah. Well, that's the only thing. Yeah, that's the only thing. You're sitting there going, shit, I don't know how I'm going to do with this. Like, Moby, we need it this way. Well, okay, I can give it to you this way, but this is how I see the character. Or I see, you know, this person. I, you know. No, just, I'm talking about looks-wise. Yeah. Well, that's all right. It's a hard thing in Hollywood. I, and I, to be honest, guys, we work with a lot of. I mean, I work with a lot of people that have been in Hollywood, have done the stuntman thing, and they said, "Man, the hardest part is, you know, you go to, you know, twenty auditions maybe a day if you're lucky, and you know, it, you might it, your body your body tape is gonna be just right." It's even with horror, Halloween Hornets with Moby. You know, you walk in there, and they're pretty picky. They look at you and they go, "Nah," they don't even tell you why. They just give you a little wink, like, "Hey, ain't gonna happen, kid." Go home, keep yeah. looking. And I remember one actor was telling me he was on a, a real big movie set, and uh, went into the casting director and everything like that. They told him, "Stand by, we might be using you for the day." They got him all dressed up. He was going to be a stuntman for some actor, big actor. 
not really allowed to say who it was because it's kind of like it still bumps him out. Uh, they have him sitting there all day in the trailer. You know, they're saying, all right, now I'm going to get rid of your set. We need you to do this and this and this. Next thing you know, he's never, he's never used. He was never used. They just wasted his time. And the actor never showed up on set anyway. I was like, wow. It happens sometimes. Yeah. And he said, you know what, man? He's like, kind of sucked. I'm like, did you at least get paid? He's like, yeah, I got like a, I think it was like a hundred dollars. Something like that. He's like, I literally just sat there in a the makeup chair all day waiting. For I would love to those in a movie that was there for like all day and then cut his scene. Yeah. Well, no, it, it, it sucked because he sat there and he was like, there was nothing for me to do. You know, I'm sitting yeah. there eating craft services and just waiting. And yeah. it happens, but that's why yeah. you have to show them your worth. That's why, before I'm famous, I'm the international super movie. Yeah. They have to know that they need me in that movie. I'm not just somebody that they might use in the background in half a second, but probably. But that's where that's where it get kind of takes place too, because most people they they become background actors. You gotta exactly. get, you know, it's I'm going at that. No shade to background actors, because you're at least there. Everyone, every person that's a background actor has done more than I've done because I've never been in any film at all. But what I'm saying is I'm going to be a main character. I'm going to be headlining. I'm going to be that's a That's one hell of a goal. I, I, I think you could. I think you could, you could be a, you could be a co-star. And then maybe, yeah. you know, take over the headliner. Exactly. You know, after you give them food poisoning. <laughs> Exactly. If that, something happens to him, who knows? That's, that's the game plan. Moby's going to sit there and the guy's going to get food poisoning because Moby gave him a burrito or something. And then Moby steps in, takes his job, takes his money, takes the house, takes the cars. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Got to hustle that, that gig, bro. Got to hustle that gig. Yeah. But all right, I got to start heading out. Thank I agree. One more time, I just want to say September 28th. It's 28th. This Friday. Undone Love Story Season 2 is coming out. You gotta see it. If you see it and you like it, please share the video because this is me working as hard as I can with no companies backing me and I can only get stuff out of word of mouth because YouTube's only gonna push what's gonna make it money mm-hmm. and extra revenue. So me being an independent creator like I am, I need to support the people. Yeah. Everyone that's watching this, you could support me and just give myself a chance. I guarantee you'll like it. Yeah, you guys definitely got to, you know, where can they, uh, Moby Lee, it's Moby Lee, your YouTube page. Where's all your links? It's M-O-B-Y-L-E-Y. You just search my name and you'll find it. You'll find it. Uh, my series, Undone Love Story, is the only series called Undone Love Story on YouTube. Gotcha. You look Undone Love Story up, only my videos are coming up. Wow. Like a champion that he is. Love exactly. Love the only thing. So. Awesome. And also, a uh, happy early birthday to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Because he... he uh, Hit me by the blue hand on Twitter. He's like, anybody got Twitter? And I said, yeah, man, I got Twitter. Here's my, here's my handle. And uh, this is where the third podcast came into place. Of course, we had some technical issues, but, you know, that could all be fixed in post-editing. And uh, yeah. we'll see what happens. That's why we didn't do the live thing. Next one has to be live. We'll have to maybe get like a get-together with some people and maybe talk about yeah, some Halloween definitely. Horror Night stuff. I work five days a week now, so that- I'll just come in early one of the days. We'll sit down and talk. I would love to do that. I'm glad you got to be on this one. It's going to be a fun 
task editing this one, guys. But uh, we'll see what happens. I know the audio, yeah, not the audio, but the video did cut out on this one. So I'll see what I can patch together. If not, we'll have the audio and a last movie for some clips so we can actually promote that into a video clip it so we can have something by the week so you guys can watch Under Love Stories. Yeah, yeah. and I will send you the trailer and possibly a clip. I, I, I'll see trailer and I might, I might pick one of the episodes and give you a clip completely out of context to show. That I think we should. I think we should. Work. I think we should, you know, do that. I think we should get people interested in this. Because as you said, YouTube guys, for those creators, you guys don't really understand. Everybody's fighting to be a creator. It's hard to get your shit out there. It really yeah. is. Unless you're paying them, you know, royalties or supporting, you know, sponsorship shit. It's, he's right. It's, they don't care about how many likes you got anymore. They don't care how many followers you got. It's how many views you're getting per hour. It's sad. Yeah. It's getting sad now. So, that's why you see right. us posting t-shirts and everything else. And it happens. But, sir, right. happy happy uh, early birthday. And, you know, thanks for being on. It's been glad we got to get this done. Right. Yes, I know. International Superstar Mobile a.k.a. Mr. Muscular Chest. I'm out. Alright, Moby. That was fun. Alright, guys, that was fun. Moby uh, has left us for the building, but uh, check him out. I'll put all the links down in the description. Um, some of the video stuff did drop out, so we'll see what happens. Alright, guys, keep an open mind. Have a great week. See ya.